we're live. All right. Good morning and welcome to the Pete Bradley Show. This is show number 19. I'm Pete Bradley, and that's my son, Matt. That's me. It was his idea that we get this whole thing. Notice how I keep saying it's your idea. I appreciate it. That way, if they don't like it, they know who to blame. Oh, that's what it is. That's I right. thought it was that you were proud of me as no. your son. No. Okay. I guess not. Okay. Good morning and welcome. Uh, gotta tell you, when that alarm went off this morning, I was in a deep sleep. Yeah. It was like I heard it going off, and I'm like, "What is that? Maybe I should get that." I don't know. And then I woke up and realized, "Oh!" It's, and I hit the alarm, and I could not believe it was time. But I wasn't done yet. No. Yeah. I couldn't get to sleep last night. No. I was struggling. I did drink a coffee kind of late. I, I think that's yeah. my, that might have been what it was. I thought of that when you went to get the coffee. Cause well, was... typically they, it doesn't really affect me because it was really? it was only like 6.30 when I had the coffee, which typically that's that's not that late. I couldn't do that. I guess yeah. it depends when you finish the coffee because I finished the coffee at probably like 8 o'clock. Okay. So, I have a shut off of like uh, 2. No yeah. more no more coffee after two. Yeah, normally it doesn't affect me that much, but yeah. last, night, last night it did. Abby says, morning, gents. Good morning. Hello. Welcome to the show. And uh, if you have a chance, if you have not subscribed yet, uh, on YouTube, just click that subscribe button. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't, the government doesn't, s- I'm not going to sell your email address. Uh, I might. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't even know how we would begin to do that. I know. It uh, It just helps us with the whole measurement system and all that. So if you have a chance to subscribe and also like the show and like the page. If there's any young folks watching, can we talk about how we just said measurement system? I can't even begin to know what that means. Measurement, well, like like ratings, like the Nielsen the al- ratings. The algorithm? I you guess. want the algorithm? I that's where you're going. I All mean, right. it, it just helps us out. It supports us. That's, well, that's measure- all you got to know. Measurement systems is like the ratings. I yeah. guess. All I mean, right. We're not on radio. so You you older folks, do you, do you get what I'm saying This guy's here? stuck in his radio days. That's what it is. That's, that's hey, what it is. What was it, 38 years or something like that? It, it kind of happens. This is show 19. You're not in the YouTube world yet? Not yet. It's been, it's been one month almost. I think I have to get into the 20s at least. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, let's clean up uh, from yesterday a couple of comments and such. Uh, Nathan commented yesterday about the heel of the bread. Remember I mentioned my wife made me a sandwich, of which I'm very grateful. Thank you for making me the sandwich. He's, he's very quick to like... Just make sure he says that. That's in his contract with Trish that we can pick on her, but he needs to we need be to polite. Appreciate, yes. yes. Exactly. Um, yeah. So she made me the sandwich, but she made it with the heel of the bread, you know, the last piece. Yeah. And I, I remember walking to the table going, oh, uh, okay. Because nobody eats the heel of the bread. Well, I did. I did. That's, uh, that's marriage right there. I mean, well, no, I right. would say marriage would be eating the heel of the bread and not complaining about it, but you've now complained <laughs> about it for two straight internet shows that will last forever and i'm not done yet yeah so nathan wrote in and said i will not eat the heel of the bread the only time i will eat it is on a grilled cheese i flip it and put the cheese on the crust part only way i will eat it that's not such a bad idea yeah i respect the logic in that i still don't know if i can eat the heel of the bread though that's too much crust yeah (laughs) too much crust for too much crust let me uh, let me pull. Up. How do I get to my Facebook page? Or oh my god! While you're doing that, uh, Gail said, "I'm hearing you say I wasn't done yet, and seeing the book above you, I'm not done yet. There it is, right above his his head, right there." Thank you, Gail. I'm I'm staying with the theme. Yeah, I'm staying with the. That's theme. what it is. Um, but yeah, if you guys haven't purchased the book, make sure you purchase. I'm not done yet by Pete Braley. It helps buy me food. Thank you for the plug. Yes. yes. Uh, Gail also said, "Pete, I totally understand measurement system, but Thank then you. I'm older than you." <laughs> So, I mean, 
you're kind of proving my point, Gail. I'm just saying. So it's algorithm is the word I want? Yeah, kind of. But okay. I mean, even then, I mean, I subscribing, like liking the video will help boost that specific video in the algorithm. Really, okay. subscribing is just going to help us kind of reach more people and, and grow and, yeah. Okay. Make sure you don't miss any future episodes because who doesn't want to miss this? I know. That's all I'm saying. You miss one, you miss a lot. Yeah. On our Facebook post last night, I think it was last night, you posted the video of a, a of me struggling with a burrito. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, a couple of comments. Nathan says it's oh uh, about how I pronounce uh, Chipotle. Yes. Chipotle. Yeah. Nathan says it's okay, Pete. I have friends that call it Chipotle and Chipotle. I think that's how. Hopefully, I we're say. getting that. I've heard Chipotle. I've You've heard, heard Chipotle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nathan also said. Folding burritos is nothing like swaddling a baby. Now, that was a comment from Gail, right? Uh, I believe so, yes, yeah. in yesterday's show. Well, Gail answered Nathan, and she said, Well, I've always swaddled my burritos. I worked as an RN in neonatal intensive care for 17 years. I swaddled a lot of babies. I don't cook so much, though. If it works for you. Yeah, you I mean, know? I will say that I've never swaddled a baby, um, okay. and you and Trish have. And I know how to fold a burrito, and you two don't. So maybe it's not like swaddling a baby. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Donna said, I truly enjoyed these shows. You both are great together. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We try. Uh, Gail says, I love the way you say Chipotle. Okay. It's like, it's, it is very, like, rhythmic. And I don't know. I, there's something about it that's kind of fun. Do you want me to go back to it to make it my thing? No, because it's still incorrect. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, the... <laughs> The incorrectness still bothers me. Uh, Valerie says, thanks for sharing laughter and vertical coffee with us again. Great to hear you and Matt in the morning. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, and uh, I ha we haven't heard from Dana yet, have we? Not yet. No. <clears throat> Dana's the inventor of that phrase. How are you? How are you? Vertical and taking coffee. And usually... Yeah, some, co vertical coffee in hand is what he says. And uh, usually driving the boo-boo bus. Yes, sir. And Kathleen said, I pronounce it... Chipotle, Chipotle. That's what I yeah. That's what I think it Chipotle, was. Chipotle, because that's how I am, and we won't even go with quinoa. I was thinking it was quinoa. Q -U -I. And actually, my first thought was Qdoba. I thought because burrito burrito places. I was thinking Qdoba, right, but then I read it again and I was like, that does not say I, Qdoba. I, I'm almost a hundred percent sure it's quinoa. That sounds right. Q u i n o a. I, I do not have the authority to say whether that's correct or not, but right. it sounds well, good to me. Am I saying it wrong? I'm sure somebody will let us know. Who knows? All right. All right. Love to hear from you. Comments this morning. Let us know what you're up to in your neck of the woods, how you're dealing with the heat. It actually got hot on the coast yesterday. Yeah. And uh, I uh, turned on the air conditioning here at uh, Camp Runamuck. That's what we used to call this place. Yeah. Uh, we were getting a sea breeze yesterday, but it was a hot breeze. So, yeah, uh, you know, I closed, really nothing helped. Close up the window, put on the AC, and Charlie was laying low yesterday. Charlie was just, dogs are smart, you know? When it gets as hot, they're just like, nope, not going to do it. I don't know. I saw him licking the toilet this morning, so I can't really agree with the statement that dogs are smart. Did you really? Yeah, it was like the outside of the toilet, but I don't know why. I was, well, my, brush, I was brushing my teeth, and he walked in, and he was licking the outside of the maybe toilet. Maybe there was condensation. Hopefully. Probably. He likes, yeah, he likes 
licking oh, condensation on stuff. Because oh, Trish had just showered, so it was probably like steam or yeah. condensation, something. Trish is home from the booboo bus. Yes. Or actually, on Mondays, she's management. She is yeah. a shift commander. I called it the booboo escape one time. I need to correct myself. It's the booboo explorer. Oh, she drives an explorer. Yes. I actually drive an escape. We drive an escape. Yes. yes. We sh- as if we don't share enough, <laughs> we, we share, share a car. car. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. We had uh, we we had a car uh, poop the bed on us, so we were like, okay, so we got rid of that. And uh, what was my car? We looked at it, and especially with me going down to uh, Virginia Beach for what turned out to be a year and a half. Yeah, it just became my car. There was no sense in in me having a car and him having a car, so he had the uh, the Ford Escape. Yeah, and uh, now that I'm back, we share it. So I'm living the life, man. I live with my parents. And I share a car with my dad. That's I'm it. Living the life. That's it. And you share a show now with dad. It's just yeah. It's quality time. I together, mean, man. I mean, you say share a show. My name isn't on the sign. I don't know whose decision that was. I'm pretty sure it was my decision. <laughs> it's yours. Yeah. Anyways, you are right though. We sh- we should probably consider that at some point. Well, we but... should just call it the Pete Braley Show, and in the very bottom, it'll say with Matt. Can that's, I get it? A... That's all I need. We'll just get a crayon. Or a Sharpie, yeah. yeah. Make it Sharpie. I don't know official. if I deserve a Sharpie. Oh, okay. Just we'll, start, we'll start with a crayon. I don't know if I've proved myself. Yet. All right, crayon status. You guys can let me know. All right. Because I'm literally new to all of this. I have zero experience. <laughs> I don't know who let me run this at all. I have zero radio oh, talk show experience. You, you're doing doing great. Thanks. So. I feel like I say um a lot, but see, that's a, who's well, going to get mad at me, though? True. But you can watch it back, and you can see that about yourself, and you can say, okay, I have to make that correction. But you also, know, I'm technically, I mean... We can fight about this. I mean, your name's on the show, so you might be the boss, but this was my idea, so technically I'm the boss. You're the so boss. So who's going to fire me? Myself? The, I guess so. Or Trish. I mean, yeah. I guess Trish is always the boss. <laughs> Coming up on the show this morning, we have uh, a new week, so a new Bridezilla story. I mentioned this yesterday to Matt, and he was like, what do, what do you want, a wedding kick? And I said, well, there's just so many wedding stories. I know. I feel like up. we're always talking about wedding stuff. So we can do. we can really do a Bridezilla story a week. Are you distracted at work? Well, it could be a sign of genius. Ah. I'll share that with you. Oh, look, a bird. And Americans have fewer friends these days. Kind of a sad story coming up in just a few. Tuesday morning, June 29th. Today is National Camera Day. Everything comes into focus on National Camera Day. Did you think of that yourself? No. Okay. No, it was actually written on the website. I guess that's better because if you came up with that yourself, I'd have a problem with it. Yeah. It's uh, also National Waffle Iron Day. Waffle irons got their start in the 14th century. Even the earliest designs that were used over an open fire would have elaborate designs, such as a coat of arms or religious symbols. Yeah, I read that, and it kind of makes me feel like we we really stepped down in the waffle game. Like, there's never any designs anymore. We just do the the traditional waffle design. Why don't we get some funkier stuff going on? Well, I, the coat of arms thing is cool. If everyone has their own personal Wouldn't that be cool? waffle like emblem, <laughs> like you want to have waffles in my house, and you you come over here and it's just a giant bee with some swords, like it's personalized. That's, yeah. that's epic. That's all I like that. Yeah, um, that's about it. I was going to jump into the news, unless do we have any folks to say good uh, morning? We do to have or? some chats. Let's okay. see here. Um, Gail said, "I'm reading it presently, loving it." Oh, the book. Okay, yes. thank you, thank you. Um, Gail said, I think we have to fold the burritos any way that works for you. There are many roads that lead to the destination. Yeah, uh, Pete's definitely gone down a dead end, though. Um, 
he's he's nowhere near the I'm destination. Not, I'm not reaching any destination. I'm yeah, not no. reaching my mouth is what yeah. the problem is. Literally, I wish. I mean, I've seen him fold burritos before, and it's Why? not terrible. Like, it's it's not good, but he still gets the, the job done. Why do I think that now the next time we have burritos, he's going to film it? I am. Yeah. But I said this yesterday. I'm worried that I'm going to film it, and you're going to do it perfectly. There's... <laughs> You're, because you're going to be thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, see, the the issue is, and we I, normally I don't help, but the struggle I saw the other day, I don't think you consciously think about folding the burrito while you're putting things on the burrito. You need to always okay. have in mind that I need to wrap this up at some point. Okay. So you can't overload the burrito. That's that's Trish's problem. You think I, don't I, know, I don't know if Trish is out there, but Trish will literally put a million things on her plate on top of her tortilla and then get to the end and she's like how am i supposed to fold this and i'm like i don't know because yeah. you ruined it for yourself you put too much there yeah. yeah but so that's the thing you need to you need to always know and bo burnham i actually just watched he has a new special out called inside but i watched an older special and he has a funny song about um going to chipotle and the guy putting too much stuff on his burrito so that oh. he had to eat it with a fork <laughs> look it up okay. it's you'll enjoy it um, all right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, quinoa is how I pronounce quinoa. Well, Q-U-I-N, yeah. So it sounds like you were so right. So it, it is quinoa. Okay. Uh, Gary says, listening to you guys a little late after being being the office, exhausted after getting home late from a great Red Sox win last night. Oh, yes. Well, yeah, I heard it was a good game. We'll get to that soon. Yeah, a little, little come-from-behind action. Uh, Abby said it was disgusting yesterday and supposed to be worse today. Oh, the heat? Oh, but I think yeah. it's supposed to break in the next couple of days, right? Yeah, I think tomorrow's the last day. And, and then we then, might get, around here, we might get some thunderstorms. Right. Yeah. And I think Friday or Saturday is the high of 68. Jeez. That's going to be the high temperature. Everybody's so. going to get sick. Yeah. Let's jump back and forth. Uh, Abby also says a crayon would be a nice touch. Okay. See, the problem is I bought this sign and I love it so much. I don't want to deface it. Maybe I'll just mm. get like a post-it note. That's what we need. A post-it post note. Post-it note. Uh, Diane says you're a natural, Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I was going to say that, you know, you say you have no talk show experience. You have no experience doing a talk show, but you have years of watching them. So you kind yeah. of you kind of have in your head how it goes, you know. Probably subconsciously. Hmm. I still feel like I have no idea what I'm doing okay. at any time. Well, uh, some of us feel that way approaching 60, so, you know. So you're saying I'm acting like a 60-year-old. No, I'm saying it, it's natural to not feel where, not, not know where you are. Okay, all right. All right. Abby says, my waffle iron is collecting dust on the shelf. Yeah, I don't know the last time we made homemade waffles here. True. We have a waffle iron, don't we? Yeah. Again, I, I don't think we've used it in a while. Not a long time. No? I saw something about making us, like, you put cinnamon buns in the oh, waffle yeah, yeah, yeah. iron. We should try that. Yeah. That looks good. Uh, let's see. Diane says, there are waffle irons that have Mickey Mouse and things like that. That's not, we need more designs. Mm. We got to make waffles, make waffles, you know, fun. That's what we need. I'm intrigued by this coat of arms thing. I think we should have our own coat of arms. Yeah, Gail said, I love that idea of coat of arms on waffle irons. Yeah. All right. Well, first we need to design a coat of arms. Yeah. And then I'm guessing that a custom waffle iron is very expensive. I am English and Welch. So I wonder if way back we had a coat of arms. Maybe. I don't. Cat says, I agree. He always overloads his burritos. I know. <laughs> they don't think. It's a, pro it's a process, it's a well, skill. I you need to be trained, and hopefully we're doing that. I tried to do it better this time because I remember you saying that, so I tried not to go too close to the edge because you need to have room to— But you still can't go too high. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You, right. you can't go too high, and you can't go too wide just or too go long. To, just gonna it's go an to, art. Go to Chipotle, have them do it. 
Chipotle. 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 Um, let's see. Abby said, build your burrito in the center of the lower third of the rat. Well, okay. Now we're getting into thirds now. This is more advanced than me. Center. That sounds, that sounds right, though. In the center of the lower third of the wrap. So I'm thinking center. Math. Here we go with math again. See, I'm trying to think of this, though. The center. Okay. The center, like width-wise, you want it in the center in okay. the lower third. Hmm. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to try that the next time. Okay. Uh, and yeah, that's it. By the way, did you ever talk to Justin about uh, wh- what's up with your best friend not telling you about a new burrito place? He said it was new. Um, okay. Yeah, but I so he said I need to try it. He said it's way better than Chipotle, but I don't know. I really like Chipotle. All right. Let's get to the news on this uh, Tuesday morning. Another hot day coming for a lot of New England. Uh, at least 10 people are dead and 151 others remain unaccounted for after that 12-story residential building partially collapsed in Florida last week. A massive search and rescue operation enters its sixth day today as crews continue to carefully comb through the pancake pile of debris in hope of finding survivors. The partial collapse occurred at 1.15 last Thursday morning. From FallRiverReporter.com, That Winthrop man that allegedly shot two people dead Saturday after crashing a commercial truck had several ties to the South Coast. 28-year-old Nathan Allen allegedly killed former Massachusetts State Trooper David Green and Air Force Staff Sergeant veteran Ramona Cooper Saturday after crashing a stolen commercial truck in Winthrop. Allen was later killed, shot and killed by police. He has local ties. He met his wife at the Birch Grill at UMass Dartmouth in October 2011. Allen worked as a caregiver in North Dartmouth and as a paraprofessional at Wareham Middle School, according to his work profile. Allen also attended Wareham High School, UMass Dartmouth, and later BCC, according to that same work profile. In addition to being accused of the murders, the DA found white supremacist and anti-Semitic writing in Allen's handwriting. The average price of gas in Massachusetts is creeping closer to $3 per gallon. AAA said gas is now averaging $2.98 in the state, up $0.03 from last week. That is still $0.11 lower than the national average, if that makes you feel any better. The rising prices are fueled by a spike in global oil demand and increased leisure travel as COVID vaccines allow for the easing of travel restrictions. And the Massachusetts Department of Transportation has scheduled a pair of virtual meetings to discuss plans to replace the Bourne and Sagamore Bridges. Officials at the public information meetings uh, tonight and tomorrow will present an overview of the proposed Cape Cod Canal Area Transportation Improvement Program, which not only includes replacing the two bridges across the Cape Cod Canal, but improving the approaching road networks. How do you, I still, how do you replace a bridge without, like, shutting things down completely? Do they do it, like, how they close down some lanes and just kind of do it a little bit at a time, or? I would think you start building the new one. Yeah. While the others are still open. So you build it, like, next to it? Yes. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Or definitely in a different spot, but, yeah, I I would think next to it. Because I was going to say, can you imagine if they shut down the Bourne Bridge for, because how long would it take to build a bridge? Years. Uh, I would I think. think so. You think it would take years? I don't know. I mean, yeah. the way, you know, road construction yeah. works. Hopefully yeah. this would be more of a priority. But I think they built the Empire State Building in like 
less than a year. So I feel like there's no excuse. You're for, giving uh, me all those homework for later today. I know. I really need to stop throwing out things that I'm not 100% <laughs> sure of. That's probably the problem with society. But anyways. All right. We'll get to sports in just a moment. It was a great comeback for the Red Sox last night at Fenway Park. But, uh, yeah, a story about why the smartest people are the most distracted at work. If you are an easily distracted person at work, the bad news is that you may have trouble focusing and you will do all kinds of non-work-related activities. The good news is research says the reason you're easily distracted is because you're really smart. A study by the workplace solutions company Steelcase looked at the habits of more than 10,000 workers in 17 countries. They found that the more intelligent you are, the easier it is for you to become distracted and the more trouble you have prioritizing all the ideas that you have bouncing around in your head. Nearly half of the participants said that they struggled to concentrate in the office. Since you're super smart, every time you're struck by one of your genius ideas, you try to deal with it as it happens. So your focus comes away from your work. I could see that. That all makes sense. I do think there's some people that like choose not to like focus and they're just like lazy at work. Yeah. But but I definitely think there's people. Yeah. If you're distracted with other ideas, then yeah, I could see that. I was like that at uh, at work. I would be working on one thing and then all of a sudden something else would come up or I would think of something else and you either act on it, make a note for the future or you forget it. I mean, it'll just, it'll disappear. I try and put things in my notes as quickly, like in my phone as quickly as possible. Yeah. If if anyone ever like if I lost my phone or if like I don't know years from now someone finds my phone and they just look at the notes it's going to make no sense but just know that it might have worked out to be a good idea yeah. probably not but you I mean, put lyric ideas in your yeah phone? but again it's probably stuff that makes no sense it's oh like yeah very to anyone else yeah or yeah. like sometimes I'll just put like I don't know what I want the song to be about but I'll write like a little little paragraph on like I I want it to be about this but it's like not lyrically good or anything mm-hmm. so like if you read it it'd be like a third grader writing something. It just sounds terrible. <laughs> Works for you. But it's just huh? so you don't forget the idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, checking sports from last night. Yeah, we did hear from uh, Gary, wasn't it, who was at the ball game last night. Hunter Renfro, who I'm starting to like. I, I first one we got this guy I was like, who, what, who, where? Who Feels like in every whenever you need a home run, he's the one that hits yeah. it. Yeah. Well, he had t- uh, two of them last night. The second was a 434 foot monster shot over the Green Monster to break a sixth-inning tie, and the Red Sox rallied from a four-run deficit to beat Kansas City 6-5. to Garrett Richards gave up three home runs before recording his fifth out, but he then held the Royals scoreless until leaving with two outs in the sixth, and the Red Sox batters pounded out four home runs on their own. The two teams play again tonight. Playoffs, the uh, L.A. Clippers beat the Suns last night, 116-102. to Phoenix leads that series three games to two. And Tampa beat Montreal 5-1 to to take the first game of the Stanley Cup Finals. And I do want to say congratulations to the New Bedford High wrestling team. They are going to the state championship after beating Minichog by a score of 44 to 33 and I have no idea how they score wrestling Yeah, I match. don't I don't know. But congrats. Yeah. Yeah. New Bedford High State Championship. Coming up we'll uh, get to entertainment news uh, a, a legal expert weighs in on Britney Spears situation and how she could remain under that conservatorship for years. I'll get to that in a moment. There's a thing going around Twitter, I don't know if you've noticed it. Um 
asking what are five movies you're confident you've seen at least ten times? That's a struggle. Is it a struggle? Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw you wanted to talk about this, and I was trying to think last night. Hamilton is the first obvious one. Oh, I forgot that one. Yeah. But other than that, I don't I don't know. Well, for, again, this is this is something that's just going around on Twitter. What are five movies you're confident you've seen at least ten times? For me, it would be uh, Field of Dreams. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen that ten times, though. Hey, Dad, want to have a catch? <laughs> uh, the Wizard of Oz, because it used to be on, what, every I Easter? I feel like I've only seen that, like, one time. Yeah. Like, the, the actual movie, start to finish. The Sound of Music, because my mother loved it. So every time it came on, we watched it. That's a good one. I haven't so seen that in a while. Yeah. Uh, Ten Commandments. For some reason, I just I just love that movie with uh, Charlton Heston. No idea what that is. No. Yeah. And uh, then I was thinking there must be a Christmas movie I've seen many many times. Yeah. So I so I wrote down uh, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, I saw Chase. that one. I agree with that one. I, yeah. That one I probably just because we watch it every year. So I mean, yeah. By the the power of numbers, I'm 22, so I've I've definitely seen it ten times. <laughs> um, I, the I, the only other one I was trying to think. This this is how I think like scientifically and technically. I feel like I've tried to watch the Harry Potter movies many. I mean, I've seen all the Harry Potter oh, movies. Oh yeah, obviously. that could go here too. So I feel like I don't think I've seen them all ten times, but no. I, I logically I think I've definitely seen this, uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone ten times. And, because think about it, you always start there. Right. So there's right. probably been times that I've started the movies but never finished all. What of them. What was the second one? Chamber, uh, Chamber of Secrets. Secrets. Yeah, that's, yeah. And, and those two I've probably seen ten times. And I think the reason for that, well, I may be wrong, mm-hmm. but one of the reasons is uh, those, I think the first three movies seem to be on TV every yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about, I mean, I don't really watch cable that much. Yeah. I'm a big streaming person now. Um, and I mean, I don't even really watch that much TV. I watch like maybe one episode a day if I can. But but yeah, probably probably those two are, are on TV the most, I would think. Because if you started, if they started showing like the fifth and sixth movie, I feel like that would be... A poor decision because mm. you're starting like in the middle for people. Right, right. So that doesn't really make sense. But yeah, so those, and then I feel like you've probably seen The Lion King 10 times because of oh, Doug. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if I've seen The and, Lion King 10 times. And The Little Mermaid because of Sarah. That was her favorite. I want to say like Toy Story though, I've probably seen 10 times. I feel like that was a okay. big one, a big one for me. Uh, I mean, oh, we got some. It's almost hard to, to come up with just five for some of us, you know? Yeah. I don't. See, I, the thing is, I do obsess over things sometimes, and I watch them a million times, like Hamilton. But mm-hmm. but if it really doesn't hit me, I probably won't watch it ten times. Okay. But I'll still like it, but I just probably won't watch it ten times. Uh, we do have some chats here. Sure. First off, this made me laugh. Dana said, morning gang, horizontal, no coffee. Because <laughs> he's really, off work. Really throwing us off today. <laughs> uh, but he's honest. Let's see. Kat says, Norton High is also going to the state championship on Thursday. Yeah. Different division, though. Well, congrats to Norton, and good luck. And it's funny because the cat uh, is the athletic trainer at Norton High School. Yep. And the wrestling matches that she's been to, obviously they've won because they're going to the state championships. Mm-hmm. So now that they have the states, they're like, "Come on, cat, you gotta, you're our lucky." Uh, <laughs> now Nor- she has to go. Yeah, and uh, wherever they're going is like two hours away. That's <laughs> well, like I said to her. I was like. You know, Kat, are you rooting for these teams? Because technically, the sooner they lose, the sooner you're on vacation. Summer vacation yeah. starts. And yeah. she gets paid the same no matter what, I would think. <laughs> so, but no, she's she's a good a good athletic yes. athletic trainer. She roots for her teams. Uh, Dana says Jaws. He's seen Jaws 10 times. Yeah, I probably have too. Yeah. I don't 
See, think, that's I hope I'm not going to be harassed. I don't think I've ever seen Jaws. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think maybe I've seen a piece of it. We'll have to check it out. All right. Yeah. Well, we don't need to worry about me not wanting to swim because I'm not a huge beach fan anyway. Gotta get a bigger boat. This guy quoting movies I haven't seen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gary says, Big Daddy, Mr. Deeds, Rush Hour 1 and 2. Okay, now number one, you're an Adam Sandler fan. I get right. <laughs> Big Daddy, I I like that movie. I don't know if I've seen it I ten times. Seen, I have no. seen it a lot because that's another one that's on TV a lot. I have seen Mr. Deeds a lot. I don't a, think a I've ever seen times. it. Oh no, no, I don't think so. Where he, he's where he's, he's uh like a hall, well not Hallmark, but he writes greeting cards, mm-hmm. but they're really not good. Oh really? And he keeps sending them into Hallmark and gets rejected. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll have to check that out. I I feel like I've seen Rush Hour one. I don't know if I've seen Rush Hour two. Uh, I think I have, but only once. Yeah. Cat says the greatest showman, Elf, and Christmas Vacation. Elf is oh, definitely yeah. Elf has a to ten be in time. There. Yeah. yeah. I think you could make this uh, t- again. This is the uh, five movies you're confident you've seen ten times. Yes. I feel like you could make a list of just Christmas movies. Yeah. Well, because there's only a handful of like great ones, and I we we typically. Yeah. I mean, we, I think I talked about this with. Did I talk about this with Christmas music? I feel like how it's hard to like break into that that group. I don't know what I was talking about when I referenced this. I don't know. Maybe because, if you guys remember, let me know. There, but there's, there's so many staples. Core of class. Yeah. Like Christmas music, yeah. we have the like the go-tos. Right. So it's hard to like make a Christmas song that's going to last 50 years. True. And I feel like Christmas movies are now the same way. It's tough. It's tough to make a new Christmas movie that sticks. But but I mean it happens. I would agree. Like that new uh, Disney Plus one, Noel. With Anna Kendrick. We watched that last oh, year. Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. Yep. Um, let's see. Abby says, Lion King, Save the Last Dance, Step Brothers, Frozen, and Grinch. Step Brothers, I've probably seen more than 10 times. See, this yeah. is great. You guys are helping me make my list because I did not think of any of these movies. And Frozen, is yeah, that would have to be on the list. If you have kids, you've probably seen yeah. it a million times. Yeah. Um, Gail said, The Princess Bride, Sound of Music, Gone with the Wind, uh, Emmett Otter's I'm sorry, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? I've never yep. heard of it. Is that one name? Yeah, is it, that one thing? Oh, I don't know if it's one one word, okay. but... All right. Yeah. I've never heard of it. I apologize. <laughs> uh, and she said, oh, and, and yes, Cat, Elf. Yeah, Elf yeah. is probably one for a lot of people. Abby says, Deep Blue Sea, any 90s big Disney movies? Um, okay. Dana says, Star Wars. See, I love Star Wars. I don't think I've seen it 10 times, though. Give it, give me time. I will definitely watch it ten the times. The originals, I, I might have. Yeah, yeah. The originals, I might have, because then you had to watch them again to to bring yourself up to speed. See, that's why yeah. Marvel is so great at making you watch their old movies because they'll put like a like we're watching Loki right now. They'll put a detail in Loki that makes you go, "Great, now I have to go watch this movie." <laughs> and then they'll do it all the time, like Wandavision. Small detail. Great. I need to go watch this. I movie. Go like, back. like with Loki, it's you need to watch Thor Ragnarok now. Is that what it is? Yeah, because there's some stuff going on there. Uh, okay. Um, and lastly, Maggie says Die Hard and Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing is a good one, yeah. And, and Gail, Di- Gail said, "Oh, it's a uh, it's a wonderful life." Yeah, yeah I've seen that one many times for mm-hmm. Christmas. So. I don't think I've ever seen that one. All right, so there's don't, your. Don't yell at me. So again, it's uh, five movies you're confident you've seen at least ten times, and I think you can make a Christmas edition and a regular edition. Yeah, if you're I doing agree. this. Yeah. All right, entertainment news. A legal expert says Britney Spears could remain under conservatorship for years. The pop star gave an ex- uh, explosive testimony last week, addressing uh, the court publicly for the first time in the nearly. 
13 years this has been going on and speaking out against her conservatorship. The legal experts say, uh, says the judge, to make any sort of ruling, Brittany needs to file legal paperwork to officially request to terminate the conservatorship. The only way there would be a quick ruling is if the conservator, who is her dad, Jamie, agrees jointly that now is the time to terminate. If he contests it, it will basically be a trial which could take years. I just, I don't, I don't get it. She's, she's an adult. Why is she still, like, stuck with this stuff? Like, I get, I get technically why, like, right. contract binding-wise, but, yeah. I mean. And I get it's why it's messed started. Up. It's I all mean, messed up. You know, think about it, the time when she went and shaved her head and she was under incredible uh, pressure. Wasn't she still a kid at that point? Um, I think she was 16. She might have been, she? yeah, 16 or 17, or, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's so, just, it's messed up. For fact, it to have lasted this long. Yeah, like, the fact that it's still going after 13 years. So. Yeah. And a new guest host took the helm of Jeopardy last night, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, a neurosurgeon and chief medical correspondent for CNN, said he's taking a surgical approach to the role. Gupta, who was guest hosting through July 9th, had said he was super nervous about jump, but jumped at the opportunity to be a part of the iconic game show, stepping into the shoes of the legendary Alex Trebek. While he's no stranger to TV, Sanjay Gupta said it was his medical training that best prepared him for the role. I think being a surgeon prepared me more for this role because there is a precision to this show. He's talking about Jeopardy. There's things you got, just got to get right. You've got to get them in the right order. You've got to do things in a certain way each time. I wonder who they're going to end up going with as a uh, as a new host. Yeah, I don't know. Have they said anything? Like any uh, no. sort of hinting towards they have, it? They're going to continue with guests until, uh, I guess, they take a break in August. And then they show reruns. Uh, and when they come back in September or whatever, they say they'll have a new host. Where did people, go? people are joking that Aaron Rodgers is going to take the, the permanent job because he's so upset with the Packers. He did pretty good. I, yeah, he loved it. He did pretty good him. and loved it, but I, I just can't see him walking away from football. No, I don't think so. And I, can, that's I the, can see him walking away from the Packers. But. That's the problem with a lot of the uh, guest hosts they've had is they all have other careers. You know, like they had yeah. Anderson Cooper... He's not going to give up 60 Minutes and CNN. I feel uh, like he could probably move his schedule around. To do both? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's what people in TV do. They just work an insane amount of time and but like eventually Jeopardy, go crazy. Jeopardy tapes like five five shows in one day. So, so I feel like you could probably... So they do a week's worth in one day. Yeah. Props to them for not being on like the fifth show and just looking like they're sick of it. <laughs> like, Can you imagine that? You're on your last show. You're like, I just want to go home. I don't know. Yeah. But I guess if you're the host of Jeopardy, it's pretty cool. So. All right, shall we get to uh, this week's Bridezilla story? Let's do it. All right. He mentioned yesterday that uh, we, we seem to be doing a, a wedding story all the time. What's this with this wedding theme you're on? And I said, well, there's just so many stories. So I, I figured we can do a Bridezilla of the week. Uh, a bride's expensive wedding registry went viral after she posted it on Facebook. The registry included designer handbags, a new car, home renovations, and cash. In her post on Facebook, she said, I would like to announce our gift registry to everyone. To all those coming to my wedding, there is a list of gifts that you can bring. You must choose from the list 
or consult me first. There are no exceptions. See, at first uh, I thought it was a joke. Like I would, I would most definitely put a car on something like that as a joke. As a joke, yeah. yeah. Because like I've made Christmas lists where I put dumb stuff like that because it's funny. <laughs> but when she says that you need to pick something from the list, that's when you know she's just a psycho. The bride expected the wedding guests pay no less than four hundred dollars for a gift. The bride said any KitchenAid appliance over three hundred fifty. This does not mean kitchen items like an apron or spatula. I'm talking about their stand mixer, blender, etc. Any, I, hmm? I wouldn't go to the wedding at that point. If someone said that, I would, I would not be going to the wedding. Any Gucci or Louis Vuitton purses. Other purses are allowed, but please consult me first. Is that a thing? I thought weddings are supposed to be like things for the, the home and stuff Well, that's like what that. somebody yeah. posted. They said, why is it? Why? I mean, this yeah. is for her. It's not for them. So right? just, Kat, a warning. Uh, if you ask me for anything expensive, I'm not going. Okay? If you ask me for a car, I'm not going. Any clothes over $400 from Calvin Klein. I haven't heard this one. Is it Moschino? Or Nora's. Unless you butcher the pronunciation, I have no idea what that is. New floor tiles for the entire house. I know this one is a bit of a stretch, but I gladly appreciate it. You think that one's the only stretch? Yeah, I was going to say, of all things, I mean that. She even said a new car or a new trim for my car or anything in relation to the car. Okay, so so if you don't have enough money for a car, just a new trim. Yeah, yeah that, just, that's, that, that's That's it. The bride also said $400 or more in gift cards to any of the following places. Saks Fifth Avenue, Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom, Calvin Klein, Gucci, Whole Foods, Sprouts, maybe even JCPenney. Do we know if the wedding happened yet? Uh, no, we do not. No. I challenge everyone going to the wedding to show up with a $5 McDonald's gift card. That's what I would do. I feel like that would be the best, like, you know, F you. Not going to say it, but. Other places are acceptable, but please talk to me first. Any Korean or Asian beauty products totaling $400 or more. Any high-class paintings, and that's in all caps. Any high-class paintings or decorations totaling $400 or more. A cash gift of $400 or more. The bride said she is willing to accept lower amounts as long as she is told first. She went so far as to provide a spreadsheet for guests to indicate which gift they are buying from the registry. I'm with you. I, I wouldn't go. I'm still, like, you can't honestly be serious, right? Like, this has to be to go viral. It almost has to be a joke. I, yeah? would, I would hope. If any person, like, legitimately sat down and was like, this needy and i don't spoil that's crazy but yes no i chat everyone should just a mcdonald's gift because imagine just imagine because you don't open the wedding gifts at the wedding that's like a next day thing right right yeah or in my experience i've always get, seen that or when you case. get back from the honeymoon yeah. yeah so can you just imagine the rage that she would have opening all the gifts and it's just like five dollar mcdonald's gift cards one person, I don't know who, how we get in touch with people going to the wedding, but we got to make that happen. One person commented and said, I really hate people who use weddings as a gift grab. Another said, I'm sorry, but a designer purse for the bride is not a wedding gift. Wedding gifts 
are for the couple to start their life together. Yeah. And That's why even the money thing isn't like, like, I don't think cash is a problem. I think cash makes it easier on the person themselves, hmm. like the person giving the gift. Yeah. But to ask for like a, a minimum amount of cash is, is messed up. $400 or more. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? And someone else said, who buys a couple of new car for a wedding? Well, evidently she would like to. But if you can't afford the new car, just get her the trim. Is that it? That's it. Yeah, Yeah. she's reasonable. (laughs) If there's one thing we know from this article is that she's reasonable. Uh, We do have some chats on this. Oh, I'm sure. I can't Uh, wait. Gail said, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't know anyone that entitled. I try to keep my friends real. Exactly. There you go. Like, how how do you have people to invite to the wedding if that's how you are as a person? If that's the norm. Yeah. Yeah. If they expect that of you. Uh, Kat said, don't worry, I won't. Good, because I wouldn't go to the wedding. Or you'd get a $5 McDonald's gift yeah, card. maybe. You might still get a $5 McDonald's gift card. We'll see. Um, Abby said, I would not attend that wedding. Yeah, I don't... No one should show up. Like, if anyone actually buys anything from that list, then you're just giving into the problem. This a- sounds like something like, you know, from the Kardashians, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Abby said, uh, maybe JCPenney. N- not even. Don't don't even give them that luxury. Yeah. Just because, because they're going to, like, Whole Foods and stuff, you can tell that they probably never dine at McDonald's, so... You got to go McDonald's or, or no, Burger King. <laughs> I'm convinced no one eats at Burger King anymore. I don't know how they're in really? business. Does anyone like like Burger King? I feel like just all f- other fast food options are far superior than, hmm. well, I don't want to say far superior because, I mean, it's still fast food. But I don't know anybody that goes to Burger King. So I apologize it's, if Burger King is your yeah. favorite. But the, I've, to me, they've fallen off the face it's of the It's not one completely. of our go-tos. So. No, it's not even an option yeah. anymore. I don't think anyone's ever considered going to Burger King. I think I mentioned that to you one night when we were doing takeout, and yeah. you were like, nobody goes to Burger King. The only thing I ever remember like wanting from Burger King is the chicken fries. Oh, right. They had those for a while. But they're just not... I don't know. Burger King just is not good. Does anyone go there? Uh, anyways, uh, Maggie says, is her name Karen, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Abby loves the McDonald's idea. I would do a gift certificate to Goodwill. Uh, and Gail's- you know... Gail said never liked Burger King. Yeah, I don't know anyone that actually, like, enjoys Burger King. The only thing I can think of is, like, the rest stops we go to where Burger King's the only the option. The only option. That's yeah. the only time I would ever eat Burger King. Hmm. I think I've, I've had Burger King. It's been okay, you know. I was yeah, never, but when's the last time you had it? Probably uh, a couple of years. 15 years ago. Yeah. At least. I was never really a Whopper fan. Well, that was, like, their big thing. Yeah. And then everyone else's burger game has just gotten better. So, and theirs haven't. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, Abby says Logan and Tim love Burger King. Uh-oh. But the closest one we have is a half hour away. We don't even have a McDonald's in my town. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's camping up there in Vermont. But that's great. Burger King, why? Why? Logan and Tim, come on now. <laughs> come on. What What is your attraction? So, so do you prefer, do you have a favorite? Is it McDonald's or Wendy's? It's Chipotle. I think we've gone over that. <laughs> okay. Um. No, if I need to choose, probably McDonald's. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel terrible every time I eat like fast food. Like I just feel like I'm failing at life when I'm eating fast food. Like I probably shouldn't be eating this. You, but you shouldn't be good eating anymore. it at all, and you can't even have it be a, well, a you, once a week. Oh well, uh, no, you can. Splurge. But I'm like, this is just you know, you willingly know how unhealthy it is, and you still do it anyways. Yeah, that's the struggle I go through in life. And how many of us would get a salad at McDonald's thinking this is healthy? Until, At that point, until you put I stuff mean, on it. And, yeah. yeah. Abby said Logan's 12, so he doesn't know better yet. All right, well, we need <laughs> to teach him the way because Burger King, yeah, Gary says Burger King is the bottom of the totem pole. I, ge- I genuinely don't know how they're still in business. I feel like every other fast food place has beaten them out completely. All right. I don't know anyone. I'm going to sit outside of the Burger King here in Fairhaven, 
and see if anyone actually goes inside. And then I'm going to ask them what they're doing with their life. Let's see. Gary says McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A, and then maybe Burger King. Let's see. What else? I would put like a million things above it. I just would remove Burger King from the list entirely. I would never... I would never go to Burger King. And what's up with that uh, creepy looking king, huh? That the... is that still? Are they still going with that? Uh, yeah. I know they like tried to rebrand at one point. I can yeah. I can tell them confidently it did not work. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, yeah. off the fa- I don't know how we oh the McDonald's gift card. I was like, how do we get from f- from weddings to fast food? Yeah. How, but, how does this happen? But so, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the story I mentioned earlier today about uh, Americans Americans say they have fewer friends these days. It's a sad story. A survey last month finds that Americans report having fewer close friendships than they once did, talking to their friends less often, and relying less on their friends for personal supports. 15% of men and 10% of women say they have no close friends. The pandemic is the most obvious culprit in the national friendship decline, but broader structural forces may be playing a more important role. First, Americans are marrying later than ever, and they are more geographically mobile than in the past, two trends that are strongly associated with keeping in touch with friends and feelings of loneliness. Yeah, traveling makes sense. What? Well, because, I mean, if you're moving a lot, then fact, you're, you're moving away. away from friends, yeah. and you got to make new friends, and... Second, American parents are spending twice as much time with their children compared to previous generations. Now, of course, because of the can, uh, pandemic, but that's uh, crowding out other types of relationships, including friendships. And finally, Americans are working longer hours and traveling more for work, which may come at the cost of maintaining and developing friendships. In fact, Americans are now more likely to make friends at work than any other way, including at school, in their neighborhood, at their place of worship, or even through existing friends. Roughly half of Americans report having lost touch with at least one friend during the pandemic. I can see that. Yeah. I don't really think it's a pandemic, though. I mean, that's maybe. You don't think so? I, this, this all just makes sense trend-wise. Like Yeah. Surprisingly, nearly as many Americans report having made a new friend over this same period. Did you make a new friend over the pandemic? Many Americans... How? How? How do you make a new friend over the... I mean, if you're not following the rules. But I don't know. Maybe your neighbors? Maybe. Many Americans report having uh, activity friendships or situational friends, people they see at certain times or certain places. The work thing makes a lot of sense to me. I, I definitely feel like work is the... The the reason why so many friendships start at work is because you're like forced to be there. Right, right. You're I spending... feel like when you, if you have a choice to be somewhere, you probably will not make friends. But if, if you're you forced, if you're forced to be there, oh okay, you don't have a choice but to get to know right, the people you're, you're around. You're spending so much time with them. Yeah, like I've made a lot of friends at work. Americans have a best friend, even if it's fewer than in the past. So most Americans say they do have a best friend, even if it's fewer than in the past. I feel like that's life, though. Yeah, that that used to bother me as I was growing old because uh, I I remember uh, when I was growing older because I'm talking about going back into my 30s. Uh, you know, we would have a close relationship with a couple, and we would see them at church. We would see them every week. We would hang out, and then all of a sudden, it you just don't see them anymore. Yeah. And I used to be upset about that. I used to say, "Man, what happened? What did I do something? What happened?" 
people just grow apart. Well, my thing is like the the only thing I can kind of relate to is like leaving school because kind of like the work thing, when you go to high school, you're forced to be with these people every single day. Right. So you just kind of become friends because you know you have to. But then you kind of grow up and you start to realize what people get into and you you gain more interests and that kind of separates you. But I mean, it also can can lead to more friendships. But but that that's been my thing is you kind of see people go down certain paths that you don't necessarily want to go down. So you and, you know, talking about work, I had a lot of friends at work. And then when I got fired, you know, there are a few that keep in touch. They reach out, make sure you're okay, Yeah. And you you maintain those relationships to but I would say I, I went from maybe having 10 or 15 friends at work to now having like three that I keep in touch with. Yeah. You know? So. And if you're one of the seven that went away, you're dead to me. Okay? <laughs> Look me in the eyes. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. Um, I will say, though, no, when, you, when you're no longer forced to be like in the same environment, you, it, it's interesting to see who, uh, who goes away. That's that's what I will say. That's you were, we were talking about real people yesterday. Right. The real people are the ones that that stay. stay. The, yeah. Right. Like stop trying. When you stop trying <laughs> for a second, don't, see, I'm not. I don't want to be one of those people that's like, I'm just gonna stop hitting people up and see if they hit me up. Because then I love those posts because it's like, okay, but you're you're contributing to the problem. You're also not hitting them up. So who's right in this situation? Yeah. But yeah. throttle back for a second and see and see who sticks with you. That's all I'm saying. Those are the real people that I'm talking about. Young women appear to have been more affected than most uh, during this change here. Nearly 6 in 10 report having lost touch with at least a few friends, and 16% say they are no longer in regular contact with most of their friends. Abby makes a great point here. She says, but what group are they interviewing? Uh, If you're out doing fun things with friends, you might not be doing the survey. That's a... That's a serious bone I have to pick with, with like, the reports like this okay. is because not many people take surveys. That's all I'm saying. So That's a good point. So yeah, very good information point. Information is most of the time skewed in some way because I, I'm 22 and I don't think I've taken a single survey that wasn't mandatory. Like, in school, yeah. sometimes you got to take a survey or whatever. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't actively go out and seek surveys. I will say... Miss Mary Jane, who's our neighbor and basically family member, she's mm-hmm. like a second mom to yep. me. Um, she takes surveys and actually earns rewards. She does. I don't yes. know what it where like what it is the website or whatever, but she does earn rewards for taking surveys. So we need if to, I figured out what it is, I can give people a shout out. And, yeah, uh, you guys can get rewards somehow. But she gets like like plane miles. Yeah, she does. Surveys. She gets uh, she gets like free points. All, I don't know how yeah. she does it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, now I'll have to ask her: Is this one because I got plenty of those offers that come up? You know, say take well, no, a survey be, be, for this. Be company. careful! Be careful! Do not do not just click on the ones that say take the survey. You might be getting scammed. She probably goes through like like. She, it's probably not something she got emailed. She probably like, right. Yeah, right. Be careful when you get emails that say do this and you'll win something. Be careful. Oh yeah, yeah. Be careful. Be careful. Be I careful. I don't do those. Yes, I got. Uh, I don't know if you'd say I got scammed last night, but uh, I had a friend request from someone. And I'm curious. I, I have not heard this. Okay. I get friend Are we re- about to lose all of our money? There you go. Okay. I get friend requests all the... No, they're going to give us the millions from India. Oh. Um, okay. I get friend requests all the time, and which is nice, you know? And uh, But I always try to look at the person to see, number one, are they from the area? Because, you know, I get friend requests from... Uh, from India, you know, from from all. Of I, these yeah, places. I always look at mutual friends. If I have mutual friends, that's like it. Like it's been great starting this show, 
um, because I feel like I've been introduced to to some people. Like I said, I've been the shy Braley my entire life. So now I'm introduced to many people. And so there's many people that are friends with you on Facebook that have friend requested me on Facebook. If I haven't accepted it, I'm sorry. I don't really pay attention to friend requests that much. But one thing I always look for is like mutual friends. And typically I'll see like mutual friend, Pete Braley. And I'm like, okay, okay, I trust probably from the show. Yeah. So for whatever reason, I uh, I accepted this person's uh, request. Mm -hmm. Well, last night at quarter of 10, I got a Facebook messenger that said, hey, what's up? Yeah. Did you answer? Yeah, I did. Because Uh, I I was curious. I was curious. Curiosity killed the cat or something. What's the saying? I think that's it. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. So I answered him and I said, uh, I said, it's kind of late. What can I do for you? And he answered... Ah. He answered with, oh, sorry about that. Got a great idea. And i that's when I realized. If it's a great idea, this, you're not going to message a random person on Facebook right. about it, I promise. Right. And I you're promise. not going to message me one line at a time. You're yeah. going to tell me the idea, right? So I I, I deleted him, unfriended him, and all good, that stuff. Block so. it. Did you block him? Oh, do I need to block as well as it's, delete? No, I, I mean, you might not have to. It's just always a good idea. Anything yeah. that's sketchy like that, block them, report them. Yeah. See, that's why I don't really like Facebook. There's a lot of sketchy stuff. I feel like it's every day I go on Facebook and some someone is posting like, sorry, guys, I got hacked. Don't don't open any messages from me. And so I, Facebook is just sketchy, man. Yeah. There's just so much. I think it's because it's been around for so long. So like, people have had time to figure out scamming on Facebook. Probably. But I feel like there aren't as many. There's definitely still scams on other social medias, but I feel like not as many scams. But life lesson, don't open any links from anybody ever. Okay? <laughs> don't communicate. Just, yeah. Go back. No don't, friends. No friends. No this, friends. This is what the, the lesson of the article is. Stop making friends, and you will live a terrible but safe life. Oh, the other day, I got a Facebook, uh, I, I got a friend request from Catherine Tappan, who is the uh, sports reporter for uh, the NHL, the the NBC's NHL team. Oh, I was going to say, why does that sound familiar? Catherine Tappan, yeah. she, she started in New England as a Red Sox sideline reporter, mm-hmm. and she's gone on now to work for the NHL or NBC. Yeah. So I got I got a friend request from, from Catherine Tappan, so I said, that's odd. Was it the real Catherine Tappan? So I looked in to see if it was the real Catherine Tappan, and her Facebook page had like only two posts. And I thought to myself, self, this is a national uh, hockey reporter, you know, from New England, and she only has two posts. Delete. Yeah. So. For some reason, it's a big thing to pretend to be not even like celebrity celebrities, but like just like, what do you call them? Like, D-list celebrities, C-list celebrities, yep. or something like that. B-list, it's, I think. Yeah, it's like a big thing to fake a profile for them and like mimic all their posts and then randomly message people. Like, I, I follow a lot of country artists, and I feel like they're always posting like a screenshot of a fake account. And they're like, "Don't follow this person." <laughs> it's just like, how deranged do you have to be yeah. to pretend to be somebody else? Hey, are I there, don't know, it's just creepy. Are the fake Pete Brilli accounts that way? I know I made it right. That people joke one like once they have it, they're like. They're like, I'm honored, but no. at the same time, stop. <laughs> but, but yeah, it is. Maybe maybe we'll eventually get a fake Pete Braley count. All right, I got one more. Do we have any uh, any more texts to catch up on? Uh, let's see. Diane said, my Facebook friends list is under 60 because I, only add, I add only friends I see physically or I've known for 50 years or someone I would trust alone in my house. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. to have like guidelines like that. Well, because this guy has like a million Facebook friends. There was a reason for that, okay? And the reason was when, when I got fired from BSM, I wanted people to know where I ended up going. 
Okay. You know, yeah. so any request that I got when I got fired, I accepted. Here. I, he, he went here. This is where you went. <laughs> yes. So any, any friend request I got, I accepted because mm-hmm. I want you to know what's happening to me. So, all right. I'll, I'll, that's valid, I guess. Maybe it's time to clean out. I don't know. Yeah, it is funny when you see, like, because sometimes people don't post a lot and then randomly they'll post something on Facebook and you see like a post from someone you went to like elementary school with. And you're like, <laughs> why are we, like, I, I know you, but like, are we really friends? Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen you in, you know, 17 years. I Can know. we just chill out, please? Yeah. All right. So, uh, I, I guess I'll leave you with uh, this story this morning. Well, we're sort of leaving on upbeat notes. A driver was clocked at 110 miles an hour in a 45-mile-an-hour speed zone in Maine. He told police he was speeding because his passenger really had to go, as in find a restroom. The officer said he pulled the driver over in a convenience store parking lot for doing 65 miles an hour above the posted limit. The passenger went inside to use the bathroom while the driver was arrested on charges of criminal speeding, operating after suspension, and driving under the influence. You can't tell me you've never thought about that, though. Like, I would never go over 100 miles per hour, but I've definitely been going a little fast sometimes mm-hmm. because sometimes you got to go. I mean, I used to drive like 45 minutes to Bridgewater every day. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you got to go. You got to go. And so I've always wondered, like, if I get pulled over right now, like, first off, am I getting a ticket or are they going to be cool and be like, Okay, you know what? That's kind of a valid reason. It happens. Emergency. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing I thought, like, would they let you go first, or are you just gonna, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? You I can't mean, tell me. Come on, people in the chat. You know that you've thought of it too. Or am I just weird? No. Are we I, just finding out today that I'm just a creep? You do have a. I, I do wonder would they let you go and then give you the ticket? Right. You know, that would be the wise thing. That, the, the safe thing. Like, do. just, you get pulled over and you're like, listen, I know. I 100% <laughs> am guilty. Just please Give me let, a minute. Me, let me go to the woods real quick. <laughs> yeah. All right. That'll wrap up the Tuesday show. Plans for the day today or what? Uh, I got to write a song today. Today is the day it has to be done? It's due by midnight. It's going to be oh, a busy day. Yeah. How much of it is done? Anything? Uh, yes. Okay. It's started. All right. I have the general vibe. And this, bit of the is, chorus. this is one that has to be a collaboration. So yes. your, your friend's coming over? Yeah, Justin's coming over. We're going to write a, a banger, as the kids would say. A banger. Wow. You just need to think that everyone's going to be a banger, and 99% of them are going to suck. But <laughs> 1% of them is going to be a banger, and people are going to be like, you know what? He was right. It's a banger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was right. Yeah. All right. For me, it's a day of physical therapy, heading off for another uh, appointment of physical therapy before I get back in the boot on Thursday. Is that one a collaboration as well? What's that? Is the physical therapist? Uh, no, I just have one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just one. I think it's a. I think Jennifer is it. I think. Shout out, Jen. All right. All right. We leave you with our thought for the day today, and the thought for Tuesday: the best view comes after the hardest climb. Ooh, very nice. Right. Very nice. Make it a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace.